This episode, our most unique build to date. So we were contacted by a customer to do a very unique build. This episode is a description of that build. What did we build, you might ask? Well, I'll tell you. We built a pizza oven on a trailer. Welcome to the Handyman Pros Radio Show. Home improvement and maintenance tips from the pros. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Handyman Pros Radio Show, where our goal is to help save you time, money, and aggravation on your home maintenance and repair. This edition is entitled, Our Most Unique Build to Date. To help me explain, I'm here with my ever-cheerful co-host and old buddy, John. John, tell me, tell me some stories from this week. Tell me. <laughs> tell me. Well, we've... We've uh, well, you know, you were uh, you and I had done uh, some some uh, some interesting things there uh, this past week, um, and we get contacted a lot. You know, we we do a lot of weird stuff. You know, from from the perspective, of, you know, a handyman, we all do, right? I mean, there's always stuff that people ask to do, and we uh, we wanted to lay out a challenge, didn't we? Yeah, we actually did. So in our in our efforts of interviewing other handy people as we like to say, um, mm -hmm. we've started asking what's the most unique job that you've done just because we we're basically, we're interested in it, right? We, we like to hear what our yep. people have done. You know, we want to know what y'all have done out there. And we've, we've come on some really like pretty freaking cool, um, jobs, you know? And, uh, as a result of that, and we're, we're like, well, you know, John and I are both like, well, we need to not be outdone, you know, cause we're semi-competitive guys. Right. But, uh, this one came along and we're like, Man, this is just a this is just a different one. And so, as I said in the intro, this is a, we put a pizza oven on a trailer. We'll get into the details of this in a bit. But we thought about it. and We want to put a challenge out to you, all you out there in our listening land. And this goes if you're a homeowner. If you've done something really unique, we want to know about that. We'll get you a whole bunch more details in the future. We'll set up a form. This will probably happen around the first of the year that we'll get the actual entry form done and all that kind of thing. But start thinking about it. Um, what have you done that's different? and unique. We're going to give away some Handyman Pros radio show swag. We've got t-shirts and 15-ounce coffee cups, just 15 ounces of pure awesomeness, in my opinion. Um, and uh, we, if, if you're one of the winner or winners, we're, we haven't really laid out the parameters on the show yet, but we've, we've started thinking about it, and we want to throw this challenge out to you to come up with it, send us some pictures, you know, send us what the build was, and all of that. And again, we'll, we'll, we'll have a whole lot more information coming in the future. That's that's great. You know, I I um I'm really excited. I'm really excited about it because what we've done when we when we have all those interviews, yes. And you know, folks, if you've been following those interviews, we kind of always ask what you know what kind of uh, unique or crazy job that you've done, and that always interests. I think interests us, and I think it interests everybody else as 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 well. So um, you know, we just want to we want to put that challenge out there, and like Larry said, we'll have some more details about uh, about you know how you can win and where you can put, send in all your uh, pictures and and comments and things like that about some uh, some unique things that you've done. But uh, you know, for us in the last uh, in the last week or so, um, you know, we were contacted uh, by a uh, by an existing customer uh, from a, a local uh, nursery. And they they had something very unique that they wanted done, and that was they wanted to to uh, to get some help uh, to build out a uh, a trailer, kind of a mobile kitchen, if you will, kind with of, a, yeah. it's a, a a wood fired a wood fired 
thousand pound pizza oven on it. <laughs> yeah, this is this is not so, something we do every day, by the way. Yeah, obviously. so we we're like, oh, it's like okay. Um, Hmm. Okay. That gave me a little pause, you know, at, at the beginning there. You know, <laughs> gave you a lot like, of pause, Johnny. Don't lie. <laughs> you know, we uh, we had a lot of questions <laughs> about about this project, and you know, after after getting you know thinking it through a little bit, which you know, as soon as, when somebody says something like that to me, the first thing is my the the wheels in my head start to you know they're they're going. You know, how are we going to do it? Give me the details. Well, they didn't have much details on this thing. They just knew that they wanted this done. <clears throat> right. They had an existing trailer, and we'll put some pictures. I've got a. I'll have an entire video of of the whole build from start to finish, um, and the results of it. But um, I'll also put a couple of pictures, some links uh, to some pictures in the description uh, of this podcast, so you can you know kind of see what what we're talking about. But it was a uh, a dual axle uh, trailer that they had in uh at their horse farm that they weren't using so it was a it was a nice trailer yeah it's actually um, a really nice trailer i mean if you wanted to move equipment <laughs> yeah <laughs> or it's, a pizza oven yeah or a pizza and, oven and, right? and you know it was uh so i took a look at it and you know once again it was the gears moving and they really didn't have any plans, so what I had to do is, you know, I, I sat down with a piece of, uh, you know, graph paper and 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 just, uh, you know, diagrammed the whole thing out to scale and so that we could figure out exactly, so we could look at something together with the customer and say, is this exactly, is this what you want? Yeah, and, it, and it's um, a little more involved, just, just so people understand it. There's a lot of things, when you talk about building anything that moves, um, it's a different... Uh, yep. parameter, right? I mean, so we had to meet with a customer to get up. I mean, when we're talking about detail, it's like, so, okay, are you taking this? Is this going down the road? Is this a truck trailer that's going to go down the road? Or they have a very large facility to lay the groundwork. They have, how many acres is it, John? It's big. It's, 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 uh, uh, it's like, uh, let, let's call it 40 acres. Yeah, about 40 acres. And they run this nursery and they do a lot of for lack of a better word, kind of events, I guess you'd call them. But they're they're a yeah. des- they're a destination. People like to go there. They've got a petting farm and they've got animals and they've they've actually got a baseball field there. They've got all kinds of these different things. So the idea behind this this um, pizza oven was, and they actually have a cafe there as well. So it's a bit of an extension of their with a business that they're already in, just to give you know again give some background so people have this kind of understanding, like why would somebody actually want to do this? And that what their idea is is they're going to move this around the property every so often. It's not like it's going to get moved every day but every so often they might move it you know up to a different facility for an for an event or something like that and then cook pizzas um and and all of that kind of thing so i just want to lay that out there because that was that was the first thing those were the first thoughts that i had in the planning side because there's a huge Mm -hmm. difference when you're running you know they're not they're moving them with tractors so they're going you know five to not even 10 miles an hour uh down the road down you know down around the facility it's a very very slow move and that that influences the build for for us by a tremendous amount because if you're running 55 or 60 miles an hour down the road you've got vibrational issues you got all kinds of things you need to worry about five to ten miles an hour not not quite so much you know so that was that was just what i just wanted to lay that out so people understood where we were going with this on the first part so anyway mm-hmm. doing doing what i yeah, do and, and- 
and and uh, so there's a lot of there was a lot of questions about about the uh, the usability of this thing and, and um, use cases. Yeah, use cases basically, um, right? And it was it was one of these. You know, can you walk us through what you envision this thing to look like? You know, you have to. You know, they're going to prep pizzas. They're going to put them in the oven. They're going to take them out. They're going to cut them, and they're going to put them in boxes and serve them. Um, and that's what they wanted. They wanted a flow like that on on this trailer. And um, how long was that trailer, Larry? 16 was foot. That, uh, 16, yeah. it was 16 a 16-foot trailer. The bed itself was 16 feet, yeah. Yeah, long and six and a half feet wide. Yes. So... Um, it was a, you know, it was it was quite a quite an interesting thing just to just just from the point of just talking about it, starting to lay it out because you know once you get going, you don't you don't want to uh, re-engineer on the fly, and that's kind of what a lot of folks, you know, when you're when you're doing these projects, at least me, I, I have to I, I have to have I, I kind of write myself an instructional sheet, <laughs> you know, oh very of, much of so. steps, yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, so yeah. so that we don't get to uh, the fifth step and then have to start over again, right? right? And not especially especially with something like this. So, um, you know, Larry, you brought up some good, some other good, um, you know, thoughts on it. You know, the heat resistance, right? Right. Uh, this thing was going to fire up. You know, it's probably you know thousand, thousand degrees, degrees, right? Yep. <clears throat> and. Uh, so we you wanted know, to build a, it out of wood. We were going to use highly flammable pine. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one of the suggestions was on a pallet, right? Um, yeah, yeah, no. That yeah, <laughs> okay. that wasn't going to happen. So we, we had to put the kibosh on that right away. It's like, uh, no, that's <laughs> – if anybody's ever seen a pallet go up, they go up like a piece of paper. They're great for bonfires. Um, they really are, yeah, right. You know, and and uh, you know, we had we had the other thing. You know, uh, it's the weight, the weight and balance. Of, yeah, it's of it's heavy. This. Yeah, it's heavy. It's, and and uh, you want to make you know, anytime you're doing anything on a trailer, just to kind of give you perspective, depending on what you're doing, you have to make sure you have tongue weight. And you you know, there's a lot of parameters mm. that go involved, but weights and balances is critical. Fortunately, this was a tandem axle trailer, so the total gross weight didn't matter. Um, and so that that opened it. And when I say that, what I mean is that we had a total. We could work with about seventy. 500 pounds which is a lot that's a i mean we i'd, I'd say john we probably ended up around 2,000 pounds maybe for the total build on on the payload for the trailer not the trailer included the trailer but we probably put about 2,000 pounds of stuff on there just kind of guesstimating um but um you know you have to think about those things like so if you're going to do you know these this is all part of that planning process and understanding what you're doing and then the other things like so john and i are not in the restaurant business you know and we were like so um i do you know i was one of the, my first questions was so how high are your countertops you know like it was things like that folks that you kind of have to think this this one took a lot of of pre-planning kind of brain power kind of stuff and we asked what are your countertops because you don't want to work too low and you don't want to work too high right you know countertops are and what we figured out was john was 36 inches or th yeah it was 36 uh, yeah inches. it's a yeah. standard the standard height at 35 something like that um and of course you know you've got you know the trailer height minus the 35 exactly and, you know, so so those tables had to be um modified to, to fit on there well a combination so they, of the tables and the mount for the pizza oven as well because the right. pizza oven had a parameter for how high it needed to be from the manufacturer and we had we had they had sent us all this you know a lot of information on doing an install for us for a fixed location we'll call it and so we basically used a lot of that information plus the information that we got from what they wanted to do and um we did that so yeah and back and back to, so we had already we kind of talked about our, our our challenges were movability how much were they going to move and they cleared that up quickly which changed how i would have built it had it been going down the road um 
we talked about we 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 kind of brainstormed on materials and one of the other things that we haven't told everybody out there is that this project was a you know it needed to be done yesterday kind of project so when we were approaching the the challenge of the build we're like yeah so we need we can't be fabricating anything custom right john i mean we were just because he's like yeah we want to open this weekend and this, this was on a monday you know like we're like uh yeah that's yeah that was like yeah that's probably not gonna that's yeah, you know not not gonna, that fly. gonna fly yeah so we, you know they you know we were thinking about everything from how to make tables and and everything because you know we wanted a, ta- a table before the oven and the you know and then a table that followed the oven you know for prep and then and then cutting and all that kind of stuff and those tables needed to be food safe and easily clean <laughs> yeah. right so so, so we decided uh, we made a suggestion: uh, just go to a, a restaurant supply and get some uh, stainless steel tables. Yep, yep. And um, you know, I'll, you know, I wound up modifying the legs on those things, and they they worked out great. <clears throat> so, and, and then we were we were you and I were talking like, how could we do the 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 uh, the mount for the actual oven itself? And we're thinking, okay, so it has to be able to withstand a thousand degrees. Uh, temperature, you know, very, very height, right? And so, well, what's the best thing that withstands temperature? There's two things that came to our mind immediately. One was metal, and the other one was uh, was um, stone of some sort, you know, some kind of stone. And those were the first two things that jumped into my mind, was it was either going to be metal or stone, you know. And then I sort of got thinking about it. I'm like, well, well you know, doing this out of stone, it's not level. It's But, you know, if you're using yeah, bricks yeah. or you're using a natural stone or even a paver, you know, it's not perfectly level, right? And, I, and you know, in, in Larry's never-to-be-humbled, you know, mental capacity, he's like, man, if I had some liquid stone, that'd be great. And then I'm like, well, duh, that's called concrete, yeah. right? So in yeah. our thoughts, we decided that we would pour a we, – we decided on it because it was the most flexible way to do it. We actually poured – for lack of a better word, a concrete countertop. Now we didn't we didn't take it out of the forms, as it were. We left the wooden forms out, but we built how big do we? We built it forty eight inches wide, and it was six feet and a, six and a half feet long, and we needed to be what like thirty three inches for the oven. So we had enough bar- barrier between the oven and the and the forms that we knew we weren't going to have a fire hazard because we weren't. Um, it, it, we just knew that because we knew that. So yeah, so we so we decided to lay concrete out as a as a countertop, right, John? Is that you remember yeah and the other thing is is that it was going to be outside right yes oh yeah that's right it's the the oven had to be outside yep yeah so the oven can be covered excuse me but the um but the rest of it so that that was another consideration the this thing this thing came from chicago okay from a factory in chicago so they had it it was in process of being shipped down uh to atlanta from chicago and uh, you know we had contacted the company, and they were they the company themselves were just saying you know you can put a piece of uh, you know uh, cement board underneath it and so on and so forth. And we're like yeah that's that's gonna crack and you know all that kind of stuff and probably not great out outside. But um, yeah, if it, wound it, up if we don't if you do concrete board right, John, it has to be protected from the elements to a degree because as you know if you don't right. know this, you know concrete board when it gets wet when it gets soaked i'm going to rephrase that when it gets really, really wet, it starts to come apart right so we would yeah. have had to finish the surface with something, and then if you finish the yeah. surface, then what now it's flammable probably i'm I'll, yeah I'll qualify that as a probably uh, you know and and it was like oh, i don't want 
do you know I don't want to do concrete board on there you know and that's that's where we got to concrete now downsides to doing concrete are and this is this is where if it was really roadable I would never pour concrete if it was going to go down the road it would break up it would end up cracking and twisting we have told this yep. customer no more than you know five to ten miles an hour tops in fact slower is better and no bumps don't go crazy over the bumps now we'll get a little bit more into the substructure that we put under there Johnny I don't think that thing's ever going to crack um, plus we did use crack resistant concrete so it had some fiber in it um, it had fiber strands in it so it'll it'll be more resistant to cracking because it will get moved and you know concrete cracks and we just didn't want it breaking up into a million pieces you know um the the flip side john is what was our total investment in concrete like 22 dollars or something it was pretty cheap we only used like three bags and we did the math on that too folks so you know we did the math it was about an inch and a half thick we didn't put any um rebar or anything in it because it just that's not worth it for what we were doing so um yeah so anyway so that's we had decided on that and then john you want to get into the actual layout of how we decided to do what we were what the whole build was going to be and how what we decided to use for framing up underneath it and things like that well, you know, so we had a, like you said, you know, you've got the weight and balance that that thing had to go over the axles, <clears throat> right? Yes, yes. <laughs> so, right, right over dead center over the axles. So we built a, we built a big bed underneath that thing with um, two by twelves, like a, like a floor structure. Yes. And um, I think that was uh, like 72 inches across and uh, 48 wide. I think it was. Exactly. And, <clears throat> you know, we, um. We then put a, a three-quarter inch piece of uh, plywood, um, and this is all PT stuff, by yep. the way, yep. pressure treated, because it's outside. on top of it, and yep. screwed that down so we actually had a big floor. <clears throat> so then we decided to put a frame, I think it was a two-by-two, two, like a two-by, we uh, um, ripped some well, two-by-fours. Yep. And built a little frame up around it, and we actually, Larry, you said three bags. I think we used like six bags oh, of concrete. Yeah, maybe it was. Six. And and then and then filled and then filled that whole thing up, and so that was <clears throat> that was really day one. Yeah, and I just want to and say as, we used two by twelves for a reason, and it wasn't structural yeah. actually. It was because it brought the the everything up to the thirty six inches that we wanted to be at. I, you know, we, it brought us right to the right height. And we were like looking at, should we yeah. build a frame or should we? And we were like, no, we're going to do this. We were on a time crunch, folks, just to give you an idea. It's like, no, I don't need to be cutting lumber. You know, I need to do as few cuts as possible. And John was saying the same thing. We're like, yeah, yeah. no. So we just did two by 12s because that actually brought the height of the of the countertop, if you want to call it that, right. I think it was 35 and a half or 36 35, inches. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was right yep. there. It was right where it needed to be and i said that's a that's done you know done we're not gonna we're not reinventing the wheel here let's not you know let's keep this simple right and uh everything was on 16 inch centers and so you know it's super strong and uh and we did and john said it we did all our pt because it's sitting outside you know so uh yeah so we we did that two by twos around the edge and then and then we poured it took exactly six bags john exactly it was amazing. Exactly six bags. You you've had that figured out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did the cubic feet thing. You know, I took the inches and converted it all over to cubic feet, and then took it took the folks. Did you know that concrete bags have a converter on them? Well, they do. If you ever really want to get close, you can get really close. And so anyway, um, so, so we did that, and then 
that so we built that in. That was the first day. We got the framing up. We got the concrete board because the concrete needed a couple of days to cure before we mounted the oven on it, right? Because we didn't want to set the, the right. thing up there and have it sink. Um, right. And so in the meantime, while we're doing that, they're scrambling. They were in charge of finding the tables. We kind of gave them a clue of where to go get the tables, but we weren't getting the tables. <laughs> no. They are going to go get the tables. We didn't have time to go get the tables. So in the meantime, they're scrambling, uh, and they drove down, you know, twenty miles away or whatever to get get. Uh, I think they got they got three tables, and um, <clears throat> from the restaurant supply place. Yeah. So these are stainless they, steel tables with legs, folks. And you've probably seen them in if you've ever been in a commercial <clears throat> kitchen. You've seen them. They're uh, yeah. They're a, and that, it's a stainless steel flat top with four legs that goes underneath it. And what you don't know is that those legs all basically stay up in there with what set screws, right, John? So they they ship yes. they ship flat, so um, which was kind of cool, and then that gave us the ability to cut the legs. And I want John, I want you to tell you tell people how you cut the legs because the and tell them what the legs were and how and how you cut them because it was just it's yeah the legs were I think what were they two inch um, steel tubes galvanized yep. and um, they they weren't that thick you know that was the good news that the, the wall thickness on them. Um, but they're really sturdy, though the way they they, they mount up underneath the table. They're these tables uh, as as uh, the le- as uh, the least expensive uh, ones that they bought um, were were very uh, stout tables. <clears throat> so you know, I just uh, so that so that was day two. I pulled up. Uh, I got a text message at I think nine o'clock in the morning. He said uh, we're going to be there with the tables at. Uh, you know, nine thirty, <laughs> and so I'm over there, and here they come. You know, they're the, pulling all the boxes out, and I think each table weighed about fifty pounds. You know, and so uh, I wound up just cutting the legs down to the proper height. Uh, just I, I used a couple of um, hose clamps, you know, to, to make a straight cut, and I just used a recip saw with a metal blade and just a metal cutting blade and cut the. Uh, I think 17 inches or whatever the whatever turned out to be off of these legs, so it, it made the tables a lot lower, right? So that the countertops were exactly the same as as the where the pizza oven was going to be. So that yeah, so I just I wanted people to understand that. So John's cut he's cutting these. I was not there that day. I was actually out buying supplies for the rest of this project, and um, but he's cutting the legs and he was in contact with me the whole time. But he took he took blue painters tape, put it around, and then took this two inch hose clamp and put it on there. And I have to tell you, that's a tip, right? So if you're cutting something yep. around and you want a perfectly a perfect cut, that's what you yeah. do. Put that clamp on there, and it just gives you a guide. It's yeah. beautiful. It went right across. When I got there later on, when we'll when we'll get into this in the second day or the third day of the build. But as as he did, you know, as he did that, I'm like, man, this is nice work, John. Like, not that I would expect any different from my partner, but I mean, I was just like, that's a great tip, right? That's just a great yep. tip in and of itself. Yep. So I wanted to throw that out there for y'all. So you know, after after all that, then uh, you know, put the tables up. Now we had to position the tables, um, and the tables in the back made like an L going right. across the back, and then we had one table to the right of the oven. Um, and this is all on the that, passenger side of the trailer, by the way, just so you have a, a, a visual picture. It's a visual, on, yeah, yeah, it's a good. Point. It'd be on the right hand side of the trailer. So then we wound up just uh, building some other uh, structure underneath, underneath, just laying some wood down, and then uh, ba- basically taking a Forstner bit and 
drilling some big holes in there so we could just put like the, the tables right in in this thing with like pegs in the pegs in the hole. Pegs in the so hole. So they can take these tables out, you know, clean up everything, but put them back in and they don't rock or move or anything else. So they're kind of just right in their own, you know, the pegs in the hole type of thing. They're so the, yeah, it, that worked out, <clears throat> that worked out really well. <clears throat> and then it just became you know, okay, guys. Now, what do you you know? What do you want to do? Uh, we're running. We're getting real close on time. You know, yeah, kind like... of looking at our watch, saying, you know, you guys want a soft opening on this thing. You know, <clears throat> from a marketing perspective. And oh, by the going. way, the oven was not here yet, right? And the oven was not there yet. And we're literally we finished we finished putting the tables up. This is kind of this is an amazing kind of kismet thing. As we finished putting the tables on, we were getting ready to pick up our tools. We had actually picked up like all the scraps and and blown off all the sawdust and done all that stuff. And we were we had we had you know finished up the concrete edges and made it all you know really yeah. made it made everything ready just to put the oven on. You know we were like hundred percent there. And we're we're literally John. Weren't we? Just, I mean I was about ready to load my tools basically. Right? Yeah. It's like, I mean, Oh, this was, thing's not coming, was, you know, blah, 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 yep. and it rolls in. I, yep, and I thought that was the end. Of, yeah, you know, I thought, man, this thing's not going to happen today. Right. And all of a sudden, here comes an 18-wheeler who pulls right by the door, you know, and now comes the, uh, you know, the uh, the bobcat. and With the forks on it. Cause this With the forks on it, and here it comes down off the great big box, <laughs> you know, put it down on the ground and opened it up and there it is. And so there it is. It was just, yeah, they, we just got done and I get a text message. Hey, it's going to be here in 10 minutes. Yep. I'm like, Oh man. So, so um, yeah. So we, so we bring it down, we unbox the thing, which was a chore in and of yeah. itself. Cause it was a, a massive. So I understand this, this, this has a chimney on top of it. I don't know what about a two foot chimney, John, something like that. Uh, yeah, it's gotta be about that. So it's a, it was a pretty, it was probably what, six feet tall. Maybe seven. The box it was pretty big. Um, oh yeah. So we had to, you know, we had to cut the cut it out of the box, which I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but it was something. And uh, kind of figured the we have to admit the instructions from the uh, awful. Yeah, they were terrible. They were really, really terrible. Didn't give us really awful. any guidelines at all. And um, but we we figured it out. You know, that's that's what we do. Um, we figured that figured out how to actually how to lift it with the forklift, right? To get the actual. I mean, oven, because the thing is know. actually, yeah, because the thing is actually built on like a little, um, like an like a little um, pallet. U a U beam. Yep. Right, and they're and they're just they're made they're, the size of it. They're made for five inch forks. Yep. There was like perfect. You knew it had to be right. You can't um, just. You throw around a thousand pounds, and there's got to be a way to move this thing, right? No, I wasn't looking. So we, 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 yeah, hell no. And you know we, you know, figured that out. And after we got through with monkeying around with a bunch of other stuff in there with without instructions, um, you know, got the got the forklift in there and yeah. picked that thing up and set it and up on the pad, it, you know, and set it up on the pad, and just beautiful, boom. We hardly even had to move it when it was up on the pad. It just was perfect. I, I have to admit, and, the forklift guy was really good. He was yeah. really, really good. You know, yeah, gentle, blah blah blah, all that good stuff. 
So yeah, yep. so we set we set it up on there, and then and then uh, John John had, was like, "How are we going to anchor this?" I said, "We're going to use concrete anchors." And so the beauty yep. of this thing was is that actually the holes were big enough that I could stick my hammer drill down in through the top. I was fearing that we were going to have to scribe circles and and then move the the uh, um, move the oven off of the off the hole marks, you know, and then drill the holes. But we really caught a break and uh, my hammer drill fit right in. I drilled the holes down in. We knocked in the anchors. We tightened them down and the oven was mounted. It was really, that was probably the easiest thing we did on the whole, on the whole thing was yeah. the actual mount of the oven. Once we got the location, we, we actually had one of the customers, the, the actual guy that's doing most of the cooking come out and, you know, we asked him like, okay, so tell us exactly where you want it, you know? And so we were, we were, we jostled it not too much. I mean, not even a foot. You know, it wasn't. No, no. And you know, it's in the hardest. The, the hardest thing, folks, about doing any of this stuff is you know, make sure that. Well, I I like to is make sure they have. You know, I got the plans in place before I start this. Engineering on the fly is awful. <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, especially on something like this. Don't think. Yeah, this, it, think it through. You know, you can think it through. It's it's one you can get. You can get a pretty good idea of what you need to do within reason. Yeah, that, this was uh, this this oven. The, you know, when, when you start to look at it, these pizza ovens. You know, they have like a concrete stone inside of it, right? Because it gets so hot. Right. So it's built with that. And unless you move these things, you're the better off you are. <laughs> yes, very much so. <clears throat> so that that was my nightmare was, you know, hey, if we got to move this thing and bump it around and, you know, boy, no. If it's if if we if we can just avoid that, great. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Let the less movement the better. <laughs> and as far as actually moving it on the trailer and things like that cuz it's 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 heavy, you know. I mean, it it wasn't too bad to move. I mean, we basically hip checked it a little bit to get it to move. We only had to move it a tiny amount just to kind of square it up and get it and get it where exactly where he wanted it. And so, yeah. yeah and then we yeah. did that, and basically we had it we had it all wrapped up on the third day. Um, not yep. basically, we had it wrapped up on the third. We day. We had it wrapped up, and uh, we we called the the uh, customer up and said, "Where do you want it?" You know, here you go. She's ready to do. They had to do a few things. They had to figure out an electrical situation. And then they also, I, I don't know, John, did what did they do with the, um, so this is a propane, it has a propane starter to get the oven hot, and then they put wood in it. What did they do with the propane line? Did you ever find out? They, well, they, they, they just removed a, they just put an extension on Put an extension off the regulator. Yeah, they, and then, so, the, so this thing is quite a piece of work. You can go look them up. It's out of Chicago. Chicago uh, brick oven, I think. It's, but these these things are it's a it's quite a piece of work. And um, the the you know the like I said the the oven itself is all is all concrete. I'm sure you've all seen these these things somewhere along the line. Um, but uh, you know you it's you put wood in it, you fire it up, you got to let it you got to let it cook for tw you got to let it just heat for twelve hours to break it in. And then it gets all the moisture out of all that cement and all the stone inside of there uh, before you can cook anything. So, you know, they had it. They brought this thing up. Uh, it's right in front of the store now. It's it's kind of the centerpiece, <laughs> you know, and it's, and, it's, and it's sitting there. And for the first, uh, I think it was the first day that they had the, the propane running and just cooking and just cooked it all out. And you could see the moisture coming out of this thing. Um, and, and there they are now, they've got it, 
They've got a whole setup. They got three people working, you know, manning this thing now. Uh, people are buying pizzas left and right, and um, you know, because it only takes three minutes, know, right? About it's, three minutes. Yeah. Three minutes after it gets really up to temperature, you know, you put that pizza in there because it's just boom, and it's and it's done. Yeah, it's Neapolitan so, style pizza, if you know what yeah. that is. It's is what it is. It's a Neapolitan uh, uh, oven, is what it is. So anyway, yeah, but it's. But it's incredible, and it's right there. It looks great. Um, it's really, uh, it's it's really a piece of work that 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 uh, that they have, and it just it really fits the mold. And they they sell a whole lot of Christmas trees, and you know, uh, just all the people right now at this time of year flocking over there and and getting pizza and shopping for trees, and it's quite an addition to the store. Yeah. Yeah, and it was a really interesting build for us. It just I, I've I've never you know I've not, a I've never installed a pizza oven ever anywhere, but <laughs> for the first part. And these pizza ovens actually in their literature they do show them being mounted like outside in brick enclosures and things like that. You know where it's like a it's like a, they show that, but they also show them inside as well. But you can mount this up in like a stone brick in, enclosure. But we've never even done that. But putting it on a trailer was just taking it to the next level of like wow, this is really unique. <laughs> like this is yeah never done one of these before probably he'll never do one again unless somebody has you know the same kind of specifications for it um you know meaning that it's not gonna it can't you know it just can't it's not made to bounce down the road kind of thing i don't think the oven itself would be made to bounce down the road uh because of the brick inside of it now that i've looked at it i would never suggest somebody make this truly what i would call truly rotable anyway be that as it may um anything else on this particular build john no, you know we've got we've, I've got a whole video that's coming out. We'll put a couple of links in our in the description uh, below the you know in the in the show notes uh, for a couple couple of pictures. But you know I I took video of uh, of the whole of the whole build, and um, you know it'll probably be somewhere around you know fifteen minutes long or maybe a little longer than that. But uh, it's it's quite interesting. It's, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, we were yeah. we were under the gun, you know. Um, of of trying to get this get this accomplished and we and we got it it was really it wasn't um our availability or our lack of any skills it was them getting um uh, the oven and the tables and some other pieces and parts but um you know it was about what two and a half days i guess yeah. <clears throat> to to get this whole thing and we didn't even do the, the you know those aren't full days either you know the first day only took us about a half a day to to get everything including pouring the concrete so yeah. But it, we needed uh, that time. We we, we had to get the. But time we needed the, the time. We had to get that concrete know. done so it could set up. Yeah, exactly. You know those those kinds of things. So, folks, we, we want to reiterate our challenge to you out there. Um, we, we're going to run a contest. It's probably we're, – we're thinking we're probably going to run it for the first two months of the, of the year and this first year of the most unique job you've done. And, and um, we're going to give some, away some Handyman Pros radio show swag. We've got T-shirts and coffee mugs that we're going to give away to the winner or winners, as I say. We're not really sure. We, like, if we get a whole lot of really cool things, I mean, you know, John's going to open his wallet. The moths are going to have to fly out, and they're going to be replaced with, uh, <laughs> with money, you you know, or not money, but we're gonna we're gonna buy a bunch of shirts. Those shirts and coffee mugs are available at handymanprosradioshow.com under the products page. By the way, if you're interested in, in buying one outright, but why buy one when you can win one um, and or two? And and again, we'll do t-shirts and a coffee mug, so we'll send you both. Unless you don't drink coffee, 
um, whatever. Anyway, um, but yeah, we're really interested in seeing what unique builds you all have done out there. And so we'll get you more information. We just want to throw that challenge once more out there. Um, and we'll have information available on the website and the Handyman uh, Pros page on Facebook and stuff like that. We'll, but we'll, we'll end up with, uh, we'll give you more information probably right after the first of the new year um, on this one. So, and, 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 and Larry, I was going to say, um, you know, that if this, if this, uh, goes well, uh, this challenge, we're going to do it. We might do this, uh, on an annual basis. Yeah. Yeah. Actually we were discussing <clears throat> so that when you're, the show. So, th- so in 2022, when you're doing things, take pictures of, of these unique things, we're going to do this again next year. And, um, but for now, you know, any, anything goes, uh, you know, any time frame. But, um, you know, we, like like I uh, was mentioning early in the show is that, you know, we ask everybody about their unique or interesting things that they've done. Um, there's a lot of great stuff going on out there. And I think it's, uh, you know, I'm really interested in it. And I think everybody else is, you know, please, you know, we'd love to be able to share it and and uh, hope you enter, uh, you know, enter the contest. Yeah. And I wanted to, I'm going to, I'm going to bait one more thing too. If, if we get something that's really, really unique, we will probably ask you to be on the show to describe your project because it's just, you know, we, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we've interviewed several people, Matt Jackson and Kevin Cronemeyer and, and uh, Dana Renee and, and all of our, our handyman people out there. And, and, and like Matt's built zip lines. And I just was like, wow, that's just like really cool. Cool. And Kevin did some really unique things, and Dana's done some really unique things, and we're like, "Yeah, man, we, this is like an idea that we just need to to, to propagate." And then this thing dropped in our lap, you know, this this yeah. other dropped in our lap. I don't know how else to describe it. I was like, uh, "Okay, yeah." <laughs> you know? And I will, and I will add, it doesn't have to be, you know. So this is for anybody out there that's listening, Correct. You know, homeowners. Yep. It doesn't matter. Um, and also kind of expand this a little bit is that we're, you know, Larry and I, we're, we're just not talking about, you know, things like, you know, this pizza oven thing or a zip line or stuff. I mean, if you've made stuff, you know, like a, you know, some really strange stuff, it, it could be mechanical stuff, you know, a pneumatic beer can crusher or something, you know, um, Hey, send it in. You know, have at it. Send <laughs> it in, man. Send it, send in all this stuff, you know, cause there's all kinds of great, uh, ideas out there and and uh, creativity that we'd love to be uh, love to share and I'd I'd love to see it. Yeah, problem problems solu- you know solving problems basically right solutions solutions getting yep. solutions for unique uh, challenges because and it can it doesn't have to be any specific specific size it can be anything you know if it's just a small thing even that if it if it fits a bill and it does a job that's unique let's let's take a look at it so anyway you know John um, I was talking to Allie Allie N. You know, my partner, my co-rider out there in my truck, you know, mm-hmm. and she was telling me, she said, you know, she wanted to put something on the spaceship that was unique and different. And she wanted to hire you to do it right after she abducted you. That's what she told me. <laughs> Larry, you're, you got an obsession with this female. <laughs> The female you think, alien. You think that's that's out? That's Allie. Allie N. I'm telling you. You know, it just is what it is. All right, folks. If you enjoy the Handyman Pros Radio Show, please tell your friends and neighbors. Send them the links. We would really appreciate it. We just love to to get out there and give you some of our uni- unique uh, perspectives on things. Questions, comments, or cur- concerns? Send us an email. Questions at handymanprosradioshow.com or at handymanprosradioshow at gmail.com. Uh, we do have a website, handymanprosradioshow.com. Uh, subscribe to our news- newsletter. 
it's always good. We've got great lots of information on maintenance, upcoming shows, events, more. Join our Facebook group at Handyman Pros as well, and we are on Twitter at Handyman Radio. Thanks for listening. We will see you next week on the Handyman Pros Radio Show.